Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Thursday, April 13th. It is five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You can follow along on YouTube if you'd like. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. His name is Rob Kendall. Mine is Casey Daniels, and we're glad you're joining us this morning. Rob, we may have misrepresented something earlier this morning. We were talking about Bud Light and how their stock is losing money. And we had mentioned that they lost $3 billion in brand value. It's now being reported that they have lost over six billion in brand value and allegedly the brand's parent company is halting all marketing efforts to reevaluate the brand's advertising strategies so the lesson here should be to people that these woke lunatics and this should actually be a lesson not just to corporations or people in general, but certainly to our lawmakers, these woke lunatics who shout and scream and threaten, they are such a minority in reality. They are very good at making you think there's a bunch of them. They're they're wonderful. The one thing they're wonderful at is making you think there's a bunch of them. But as this is proving... They are not only in the minority, they are in the overwhelming minority. Because if there were as many of them as they want you to believe that there are, well, Bud Light sales would be through the roof. People would be flocking. Mm -hmm. And whatever sales were lost by us, just terrible, awful, ist conservatives, whatever ist would fit for this time, would be dwarfed by the magnitude, the just overwhelming number of people who were sprinting to their nearest grocery or convenience stores to buy Bud Light. It's not happening. So Pete Buttigieg's partner is getting in on this. He tweeted out, if you're upset about a beer company supporting civil rights, you might want to start bottling your tears. LGBTQ people drink water too. Gonna boycott that next. And people are ganging up on him saying, which civil right are you talking about? Yeah, he, Dylan Mulvaney can do whatever he, that being the key word, because he is a man. Mm-hmm. Dylan Mulvaney is a man who dresses up as a woman. And I'm telling you, the, the last time I saw a smirk, this little side smirk that Dylan Mulvaney has whenever he does something was Andy Kaufman. I'm just, as someone who Andy Kaufman, now Andy Kaufman wasn't doing stuff like this, but that is the smirk of a giant troll who thinks everything they're doing is funny and they think it's hilarious of how many people aren't in on the bit with them. Mm-hmm. And yep. and Dylan Mulvaney is a weirdo troll who thinks it's hilarious that he is laughing all the way to the bank while corporations are literally losing billions of dollars of value over trying to placate and kowtow to him. Uh, it is... He can, he can, but the point is, he can do whatever he wants. He can dress up. He can play make believe. He can whatever he wants. I don't have to approve of it. Mm-mm. I don't have to put my money behind it. I don't have to 
buy the products that he endorses. They Bud Light made a choice to get behind this guy who is a total loser, and they're paying the price for it as anybody with an ounce of common sense knew they would. Okay, so Dylan Mulvaney, represented by Creative Art- Artist Agency, CAA. Their parent company is TPG. They also own DirecTV. And as you mentioned, Anheuser-Busch, they can do whatever they want, but is this, in fact, them trying to get their CEI number up better? It's all part of ESG, you know? The, the, and Gavin Newsom was even speaking out yesterday, and he said, this is the most serious topic of our time right now this really the majority of people silly maybe but serious the majority of people do not support men pretending to be women period whether they're vocal about it whether they shout about it whether they're banging on doors at the state house and singing in song about it A man pretending to be a woman is not normal behavior. It's weird. Mm -hmm. And people don't support it. And that is why Bud Light's value is in the crapper. If people did support it, if people thought it was normal behavior, if people thought it was something that should be being pushed out to society and children, they would be buying Bud Light off the shelf. Every time this happens when people vote with their dollars. We see where the people actually are. So Vivek Ramaswamy tweeted out, he said, one of the goals of my candidacy for president of the United States is to close the gap between what people are willing to say behind closed doors versus what they say in public. In that spirit, Dylan Mulvaney needs mental health care, not endorsement deals. And again, Dylan Mulvaney can do whatever he, he being the key word, because he is a man pretending to be a woman, wants to do and he has rights as an american citizen he has the right to do uh, whatever he wants as does any other person who wants to make themselves pretend that they are going from a man to a woman but it doesn't mean it is not a civil right that i have to support it or endorse it what i have the right to do as a citizen of this country casey is ignore him and not support the companies that support him mm-hmm. and come on this radio show every day and tell you what a weirdo he is. And if you support him, you are also a weirdo. I don't appreciate the mockery of women. That's what bothers me the most. And conservative women are asking where their sponsorships are. They're now posting pictures of themselves and how many days they have been a woman. This, of course, in response to Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light partnership. And I would just like to point out that we here... On Kendall and Casey, we have been on this since March 16th, Yeah, over a month ago, yep. when I pointed out how many days I have been a woman, which is well over 19,000. Congratulations, by the way. It is 11 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about Tim Scott. He has officially launched his presidential exploratory committee. I didn't know we were making a big public announcement about announcing an exploratory committee now not i'm running for president of the united states i want your support i'm announcing that i'm launching an exploratory committee so basically what an exploratory committee is is a way to raise money and you can almost do all of the things that you can do while running for president without having to run for president it used to be and for many people it's been Hey, I'm genuinely considering doing this thing, but I'm not committed to doing it yet. 
and there was a clear delineation amongst donors of, hey, I'm Tim's friend and I want to support Tim and this way I can give Tim some money, but Tim, but the big donors were were under the understanding, hey, you're not in yet, you get in, let us know and then we'll talk. It's not that way anymore. It's a way for him to gauge how much money he can actually raise. To see if it's a viable option. Right, without having to put his name on the dotted line and then he'll make his choice. But for all intents and purposes, this was his announcement. He's He might as well just said, I'm running for president. He's putting his big toe in the water to see what the response is. Of course, he's saying that his field is going to be focusing on Biden's failures. A lot of people keep asking him about Trump and he just is deflecting anything away from Trump and instead refocusing on Biden's failures. And I think we have a clip of his announcement. Yeah, here's a a little bit of that. Today, our country is once again being tested. Once again, our divisions run deep and the threat to our future is real. Joe Biden and the radical left have chosen a culture of grievance over greatness. They're promoting victimhood instead of personal responsibility. And they're indoctrinating our children to believe we live in an evil country. And all too often, when they get called out for their failures, they weaponize race to divide us, to hold on to their power. When I fought back against their liberal agenda, they called me a prop, a token, because I disrupt their narrative. I threaten their control. They know the truth of my life disproves their lies. So this is his Faith in America tour, he's calling it. He said people are starving for hope, starving for an optimistic, positive message anchored in conservative values. All right, Casey, let's take a break. Mm -hmm. And then when we come back, we've got Biden is lying out his ass again. (laughs) And then I have I got an email from a politician. Oh, and this is a politician that has refused to come on the show. So I want to have an etiquette question for you that if they. Uh, are jamming an email of look at me down my throat, don't they have an obligation to come on the show? Is it a press release email? Because I've got like 50 of them. Yeah, but they're sending it to me. Clearly they want me. It's look at me. Well, I'm looking at you. So I want to ask you, we're going to call this person out because he's too cowardly to come on the show because he, well, I don't want to ruin who it is. I don't know who it is. I'm excited to find out. All right, we'll get into it next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Casey. Yeah. Question. What? Think long and hard. Okay. Don't answer right away. Okay. Give it some time. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to let it marinate. Imagine if you could get a 35% bonus when you invest your money. Sounds good. Does that interest you? Yes. Sounds good. Tell me more. Well, if you invest $100,000, you get a $35,000 bonus. And if you invest $200,000, you get a $70,000 bonus. Learn how you could get a 35% bonus from Bill Demery, your retirement guy, right here in Indy. Hey, good morning. It's Kendall and Casey, and we believe in Bill so much, we became clients too. Not only we get a 35% bonus, you'll sleep well at night knowing your money is backed by an A-plus insurance company that's been in business for 140 years and has $2.5 trillion in assets. To learn how you could get that 35% bonus, call 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. 
and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. After 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and taking a look at what is trending this morning. It always makes our job a little easier when Joe Biden goes overseas because he, well, he steps up to a podium, something that he rarely does here in this country, but he, he always says something somewhat silly. I know it doesn't make you very proud, but here it is. He thinks his Oval Office is located in the Capitol building. As a matter of fact, as you walk into my office in the, in the Oval Office in the United States Capitol, guess what? You know who founded and designed and built the White House? An Irishman. An Irish. No, not, not a joke. Not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Why would anyone think that's a joke? Uh, yeah, why? They're not taking him seriously? Why wouldn't they take him seriously? He's always on top of everything, Rob. It's not a joke. <laughs> Also trending this morning, Richmond, Indiana. A large industrial fire broke out yesterday. Over 2,000 people were evacuated after the fire happened at a recycling plant. The blaze was caused by a burning tractor trailer, and it is still smoldering at this hour. Also trending is Entenmann's. You know, they make the donuts yes. right there on the end cap yes. at the grocery store. They're venturing into the freezer aisle. They're introducing the glazed cookie donut ice cream sandwich. That sounds like the most amazing thing in the history of ever. It does look amazing, too. Vanilla flavored. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is wild. A frozen Entenmann's treat. I can't even imagine how much it costs, but each each ice cream sandwich, 170 calories. So I'll have to pass. You try it. Let us know how it is. Yeah, Chubby. You eat it and tell <laughs> us how good it was. I'm always sitting over here and be skinny. <laughs> it's 20. Eat, eat for our amusement, <laughs> Chubby. Well, I asked you if you wanted to have a battle on these donuts that Jim Merritt brought in. He brought in six donuts donuts for us. I said, you can have three and I can have three. We'll do a race, see which one eats them fastest, and you were out on that. I'm not going to race to eat pounds (laughs) of sugar, Casey. I've eaten two of the donuts. You'll just spread it out over three hours. And I'm like, Casey, would you like to have one of these donuts? No, I'm watching my figure. My goal is to weigh 83 pounds by the end of the month. Nope, I'm five pounds away from fighting weight, so look out. It's 20 minutes. Who are you trying to impress? Myself. I'm just trying to feel better about myself, Uh be healthy. Look good, sure. feel good. It's the anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah. Right? That's right. Is there something inflammatory in those donuts? I think <laughs> yes. they're anti-inflammatory donuts. The sugar. <laughs> oh, well. The sugar. What's it like sugar. to live a life of no fun, Case? <laughs> you can't tell? Uh. <laughs> Every day? From night until noon? Okay, so I have an etiquette question for you, Casey. What's that? Now, <laughs> I look at my email inbox as sort of like my home, Yeah. right? Like, if you're going to send me something... That's okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to send me something, then you should be prepared to interact with me. Like you are seeking my attention. You are saying, look at me. I want you to discuss 
this. Acknowledge my existence. Is that a fair in a business? Now, I'm not talking about your personal email, but I'm talking about I clearly here at WIBC, Rob at WIBC.com. Mm-hmm. I have a business email. Yeah. That is a fair thing, right? To mm-hmm. say, I believe that if you're going to send something to my business email that says, look at me, then you should send that with the understanding I I am willing to interact with you over this. Yeah. That's not unreasonable. They want you to have the information. Right. They want you to talk about it or tweet about it or write an article about right. it. Acknowledge right. it. Right, right, right. Okay, so very good. So I'm glad we're on the same page because, well, I got this email from our old friend Jim Banks. You remember Jim Banks, right? Yes. Remember Jim Banks? Yeah. He was the guy who he tried to be in leadership in the House and then was resoundingly rejected by his House colleagues and didn't get leadership. And then, look, I'm not going to use the term totally absorbed, power-hungry individual, but okay, without using the term totally self-absorbed, power-hungry individual, then since he didn't get leadership in the House, there was no path forward for him in the House, instantly decided, well, I guess I'd be really good at being a senator too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then because, and look, I'm not going to say because he's weak and didn't want to get primaried by someone Kevin McCarthy endorsed, so without saying because he's weak and didn't want to get primaried by someone Kevin McCarthy endorsed, decided to vote for Kevin McCarthy 15 times for mm-hmm. Speaker of the House of Representatives. You remember Jim Banks, right? He's uncontested in that race. Yeah. And, and, and this is why it's terrible. Look, I don't care if it was Thomas Massey running, who is my favorite member of the House of Representatives, or Rand Paul or whoever. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have competition. Because what happens when you don't have competition is you get people like Todd Young. Because they don't have to be accountable to the voters. And because of the very corrupt ballot access laws in the state, you have to either be essentially a sitting congressman or a or a sitting member of the Indiana General Assembly, a high-ranking person, or a very individually wealthy person like Mike Braun, in order to get on the ballot to run for how to, for uh, Senate or governor in this state, mm-hmm. that is totally wrong. Regular people cannot run for public office for House or Senate or for governor or Senate in the state, and that is just so disgusting. But Jim Banks is one of those people. He's an uber-connected person in Congress who uh, kisses all the right ring fingers. In this case, you know. Kevin McCarthy, and so he is going to easily get on the ballot. He'll raise, he's raised millions of dollars because he didn't rock any boats. He said all the right things, even though he was, you know, resoundingly rejected by the people he worked with in the House because he had really accomplished nothing. And fits in pretty well with the Republican Party. He accomplishes absolutely nothing, but he was rejected. And then when he got rejected, he needs to be in a higher office or position of power. So he ran for Senate. You're right. He's going to run unopposed for United States Senate. And this is wild, Casey, because we know Jim listens to the show because, well, he has sent me messages before of things we've said directly on this show. And I think I've told that story before about how he tried to passive aggressive tough guy me one time. And I just responded and said, Call me. Let's talk about it. And right, and he never did. My phone has never rang since. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, all that aside, he will not come on the show. We know he listens. We know his people listen. He's probably got an evil, awful assistant, Igor, like Todd Young does, who admitted that he obsessively listens and monitors what we do. Hello, Igor. And so we have offered many times. We said we would love for Jim to come on the show. He's a tough guy. He's a military member. He's a, you know big, big bad dude. We want to ask him all the questions about getting on that bended knee and voting for Kevin McCarthy fifteen times. And and we want to talk about how what again. I'm not going to use the term self-absorbed, power-hungry individual. Individual, but without using the term self-absorbed, power-hungry individual, why you thought, well, I'd be best for 
you know, leadership in the House. And then weeks later, you thought you'd be best to be a U.S. senator. We just have so many questions and he won't respond and he won't come on this show. And we know he has the hotline number because he's been on other shows. And yet here he is. He's he's sending an email to me. Did he send out a press release about his staff changes? Because he just promoted someone to his new chief of staff. Well, no, this is from his campaign because I don't want to confuse the two. You know, I don't want to get I don't want to mix them together. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, It says only in America, Jim Banks completes first statewide tour of Senate race. Well, he has not toured the WIBC studios between (laughs) nine and noon. And since Jim is jamming his and I'm not going to use the term crap propaganda here, but without using the term crap propaganda, Mm -hmm. since Jim is. Well, presenting me with saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm attempting to look at Jim, and we, we don't know why he's not here. What does it say again? Read it one more time. Uh, only, in, only in America. Jim Banks completes first statewide tour of Senate race. Apparently, only in America. Well, that would make sense because you could only be an American senator in America. In America. Mm-hmm. So we'd actually like to ask about that headline, too. Oh, there is an email contact here. I think I'll send a, an email here once we get to the break. Yeah, you totally should. Yeah. See, now, I think that Jim Banks is uh, conservative, and he, I'm not as tough on him as you are. Uh, let's see here. Dear Igor. You don't know. No, his new chief of staff, his oh, I don't, name is David Keller. Oh, the congratulations to David Keller. That's, of course, his representative yeah. chief of staff, which is different than his... Right person who's handling his sure. campaign I, for senator. Although I suppose under his official act as a congressman, we could ask him about the kissing the ring finger of Kevin McCarthy 15 times. And then I, I suppose we could also, yeah, as, as an official representative, we could also ask him about failing miserably at his attempt to be in party in the leadership uh, uh, House leadership and being resoundingly rejected by his House colleagues because the people who knew him best didn't want anything to do with Jim Banks. But uh, look, I'm just going to try. Send Maybe me, when I come back, I'll, I'll craft an email while we're at the break. Maybe I'll read it when we I'd come like back. I'd like for us to try and force Kevin on the ballot. Kevin Ma- McNamara? Yes. Kevin. That Kevin. If we can get you 500 signatures in all nine congressional districts, would you will be willing to be our propaganda puppet candidate? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well... We'll find somebody well, else. Well, thanks, Kev. <laughs> wow, that, that was a great radio bit. Way to go. <laughs> All right. It's 27 after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You start writing your email, Rob. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more. 11.31. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Am I, am I going to get immediately rejected if I send that email to Jim Banks' assistant and say, Dear Igor? Yes. Would that be out of... That's disrespectful. Really? Of course they're going to ignore you. They're not huh. going to take you seriously when you do stuff like that. <sighs> well, now i got to put effort into it. Well, you you can make your choice. You can either make it funny for the radio or you can really try and get them on the show. <sighs> Which do you want to do? Do you really want to ask him some questions and have a conversation with him? Or do you want to get good ratings? Well, so... <laughs> because... Not, so for those of you who are just tuning in... the same. Last segment I uncovered, and it was in my spam box, which is exactly where anything from Jim Banks belongs in my spam folder, that <laughs> Jim Banks, despite refusing to come on this show, is now apparently bombarding me with look-at-me emails about his Senate run. I get stuff from the Attorney General all the time, Todd Rokita. Well, he must have deliberately taken me off that list. Did I tell you the other... You're not getting his emails? No! 
I'm sure Rokita was like, delete that guy from society. <laughs> By the way, did I tell you about how Rokita, uh, what Rokita did the other night at the uh, Hamilton County no, Lincoln Day? No, I haven't heard any of your stories. Um, so I'm sitting there. I was and, getting a colonoscopy when you were telling Brad and everybody what happened. Well, you know the rule that I have when I get invited. So Daniel Elliott, the state treasurer, was yeah. very kind, invited me to the Lincoln Day dinner. Huge kudos to Daniel Elliott because he's uh, brave. Oh uh, well, and I was informed that he got all sorts of crap from people inside the state house. I about, bet he did. And he goes, "Why wouldn't I invite Rob? Rob's right. Oh. If you guys would do the stuff that yeah. you're supposed to be doing, Rob wouldn't be talking about how you're not doing the stuff you're supposed to be doing. They just don't like being called out on no, it. That's exactly what it is. These people yeah. are very pathetic people who do not like that there is one person with the platform who has the audacity on a daily basis to talk about how they. I didn't make the party platform. Casey, I have not been a delegate to the Republican convention in nine years. Mm -hmm. So I don't have anything to do with this. They make their party platform. And then, well, what is he doing? He's pointing out how we're not doing the things we promised to do if elected. But the rule is when I go and am someone else's guest, I uh, do not seek uh, attention. Mm -hmm. I do not seek confrontation. I sit in my seat and or stand up. And if people want to come talk to me, that's fine. If people want to get into it, that's fine. But I, I do not engage. I do not seek confrontation. If I am, I'm on my best behavior. I'm someone else's guest. Are you painting yourself as a wallflower? Well, I, I pe- don't believe it for a people, second. No, and look, people know where to find me in any room. And many, yeah. many, many people found me and they love our show. And they're very complimentary of you and the station. And that's fine. And so Rokita, at one point, mm-hmm. um, he was there. Oh yeah, of course he was there. Was uh, was was uh, dressed to the nines, and um, we know the things Todd has said about me in various private settings. I'm fully aware, and Todd, the feelings mutual. So uh, if you'd like to be an adult and come on and be a big boy and talk about it on the airwaves, we can get you and Jim Banks on here together. Just pile on Rob Hour here on the radio show. But he was standing from you to me. So if you're on the YouTube chat, you can see this, that Casey and I, what are we, we're probably six feet apart. Yeah. He was standing right there. He clearly knew where I was. He was looking right at me, and I thought, okay, here we go. Big, tough attorney general guy who badmouths me behind closed doors. Why don't you step up on our grill and let's talk about it in front of everybody. He turned and went the other way, Casey. And I was tempted to go over there and do it myself. But then I thought, no, the rule is that if yeah. I'm someone else's guest. They engage with you. Yeah, I was there as part of a very, you know, the state treasurer is very important. He's got a lot of things going on. He took a real risk having me there. So big, tough attorney general guy had a big old opportunity to come say to my face things he says in private. And, well, he's well I got he a, just walked away. I got a news release from oh. him. And it says Attorney General Todd Rokita wins round in defending Indiana sovereignty against EPA overreach. Oh, well, congratulations. Uh, that's ama- Did Todd Rokita try the case himself? I haven't the read. answer you're looking for is no, Casey, because Todd Rokita has never, as far as I know, and again, if I'm wrong, Todd could come on and uh, correct me, while he does have a law license, never actually tried a case. So okay. uh, whoever, on behalf of the state, uh, on behalf of the show, whoever at the state did Todd Rokita's work for him, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Okay, so tell me. Yes. The email, what are you going to do? Well, are I don't you, know. Are you going to write a nice one and actually try and get him on the show, or are you going to be He's not going to come on. Jim Banks, so uh, again, last segment... We were talking about how Jim Banks, despite refusing to come on this show, is now bombarding me uh, with emails to look at him. So I'm trying to look at him. I'm trying to do the thing he claims to want, which is pay attention and, and give him publicity. Uh, but he's not going to come on the show, Casey. You should send them press releases. <laughs> 
Kendall. Get, uh, the old switcheroo. Yeah. The Kendall. Uh, Kendall and Casey. Hit number Jimmy. one in all key target demographics. That's what we'll do. Kendall, yeah. number one, Kendall and Casey. Yeah. Rip Jim Banks. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Start sending him. Or you're going to need a header. You're going to need the contact info, the date, the city that it's made. It. Just do the whole thing. You know, I'd look for all these people going, well, why would they come on your show? They're, you're so mean to them. I... All I'm doing is telling you their voting record. Mm -hmm. True or false, Casey? Jim Banks voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. True. True or false? (laughs) Jim Banks tried to be elected to House leadership. True or false? True. True or false? After Jim Banks was rejected by his colleagues in the House for House leadership. Mm -hmm. True or false? True. And true or false, after being rejected by his House colleagues a very, very, very short time later, Jim Banks decided to run for U.S. Senate. True. I'd much rather play truth or dare than this true or false game you got going on. Let's talk about the 24 Democratic Convention. They picked Chicago. Okay, so Atlanta, New York City were all in the running. Uh, it's an $80 million bid package. Oh, wow. How much? $80 million. Would you pay $0.08 cents to be around the Democrats for any length of time? I mean, I get, I get it. There's some financial benefit to having all those people in your city. Yeah. But well, yeah, they're saying to the tune of eighty million dollars, they expect over fifty thousand visitors to deliver a much-needed shot in the arm to the city Boy, of that's, Chicago. But that, what, what a great phrase to describe God. Chicago, right? Did I turn a phrase there? Yep. And the mayor-elect uh, is very excited about it. He says the Democrat National Convention coming to the city of Chicago is one of the embodiments of one of the best investments you can make. It is interesting they chose Chicago because normally, at least in modern history, now not every time, but n- more often than not, the parties will choose cities in swing states, mm-hmm. whether it's Florida or you know North Carolina or places like that, Wisconsin, because they believe, hey, this is all sorts of attention and and earn media mm-hmm. that, that we are getting in this very important state. So I think one of them had it in Milwaukee recently. So hey, well, for, I think that's where the Republican National Convention is. That is. is. That's where it is this time. Okay, this year. So yeah. that so that makes sense. Hey hey, for for three days or however long that convention is, four days, whatever. Mm-hmm. The the greater uh, Wisconsin press, the na- national press, but mm-hmm. certainly local media's Republicans stand for this, and Republicans plan to do that, and you're just being bombarded in papers in that state and radio shows and everything, but. Illinois is not a swing state. So it's very interesting that they chose Chicago, even though it is a Democrat super hub. I mean, one of the most Democrat cities in America. It's like coming home. Yeah. So it is very interesting that they chose, uh, they did choose Chicago with Illinois not being a swing state. So it's going to mark Chicago's 26th political convention, 12th Democrat one, along with 14 Republican gatherings. Since 1832, the most of any American city. How many? How many what? Uh, 12 Democrat conventions. 12. 14 Republican wow. ones. Well, and that's what's interesting is that at one point, we now think of mm-hmm. Illinois as this deep blue state, which it is because of the mass exodus, but not that long ago. Well, with it's it, with, the land of Lincoln. Right. within. But I'm saying even within my lifetime, and you're a little more seasoned than me, so even in your lifetime. A day or two. Certainly. I'm not going to use say certainly in your lifetime, but but uh, it, it was a, a state that would go... Red. I mean, I know obviously Reagan wanted. Did Bush win it? Let's see. Over under. Are you saying yes or no? Did George 
HW, but this is great radio here, win Illinois I'm gonna say yes. in 1988. Of course, I always think about the 1968 convention in he Chicago. Did. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. what? So, uh, and I'm going to guess Clinton probably then won it in 92 because Clinton won almost all the swing states. So, uh, w- within the past 35 years, mm-hmm. Illinois was still a red state. Yeah. Could, it could happen again. No, no, no way. No yeah. way. In too far? Yeah. Not even turning purple no at way. this point. No way. Hey, let's talk about uh, President Biden again claiming that he traveled 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. He, he did, did it again. He did it again, didn't he? Yes, he? He did it again. He says that he spent more time with him than any other world leader. And at one point he said that the China Chinese president asked him how he could define America. And Biden's answer was one word, possibilities. We have some audio of this, I believe. Yeah. Let's take a listen. As I was with Xi Jinping, I've spent more time with him than any world leader has over the last 10 years. And over, they keep a meticulous count, as the former Taoiseach will know. And uh, over now, uh, 87 hours worth. And I was in the Tibetan Plateau with him. I traveled 17,000 miles with him in China over 10 years. And uh, he asked me, he said, can you define America for me? And I could say the same of Ireland. I said, yes, I can. I said in one word possibilities so i heard this mm-hmm. and it got me thinking because he was talking about the tibetan plateau yeah and he got me thinking about another rather infamous person who lied about an interaction with someone of great reverence in the chinese culture mm-hmm. uh just take a listen so we finish 18 and he's gonna stiff me and i say hey lama hey how about a little something you know for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Which is nice. Which is nice. Yeah. So there is as much chance of what Joe Biden described happening as what Bill Murray and Caddyshack described happening. And even though they are equally ridiculous... The media just laps it up. It goes, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, but the Dalai Lama has actually been in the news lately. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? With this video clip where he asks this young boy, he's he's kissing the young boy, and then at one point he asked him to suck his tongue. And, Is that wrong? And the de- <laughs> to pull a George Costanza, should he not have done? Had that? I known that that was. <laughs> Not encouraged. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's a little weird, and he has since issued an apology. And I'm so, what is, what is, do we have his apology? Does it say I'm sorry for sucking your tongue, little boy? Um, how, how do you even go about apologizing for that? It was inappropriate. I shouldn't have done that. I didn't mean to scare that child. I won't ever do it again. That's kind of like admitting it. He sucked his tongue, Casey. He, he didn't, though. He he. They got forehead to forehead. He told him to suck his tongue. The he little told boy, him to suck his tongue, Casey. The little Casey. boy didn't do it. The little boy was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Oh, the little boy didn't actually do it, so that doesn't make it. No, no, I'm not saying it's good or excusable. I'm saying it's weird, man. Like, Kev. why would he do that? Kev. No, never mind. I can't. I can't even figure out how to ask that question without losing my job. Yeah, so. don't. Let's just not go there. Let's the whole just, thing's bizarre. Yeah, let's just agree it was weird. I don't know why. 
uh, whatever. It's Kendall and Casey on 93. I mean, people tell people to suck their tongue all the time. You're usually not the Dalai Lama, and it's usually not someone that's eight. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and that's... <laughs> There's the key, Rob. It's not an eight-year-old boy in the Dalai Lama. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for listening today and every day. Don't know if you saw this. Kevin, help me out with this. Is it Miley or Millie? I believe it's Millie. Millie Bobby Brown. She's an actress that's on the show Stranger Things, right? Right. Okay. She posted a picture of her wearing a diamond ring, Uh snuggling up with John... Bon Jovi's 20-year-old son, Jake. Oh? So this appears to be an engagement announcement. Sure. And after she posted this picture, the phrase, uh, she's 19, started trending. Uh Uh-huh. Because Millie Bobby Brown is 19 years old. Sure. And she's posting this engagement picture. Right. Why is this a big deal? Is it because it's John Bon Jovi's son? Well, no. People are questioning, is 19 too young to get married? (laughs) I mean, well, like... Are you fully formed and developed at 19? Mentally, no. But people used to get married at 16 mm-hmm. in the pioneer days or 14 or whatever. So I think 19, you're, you, I mean, society says you're capable of making that choice. Now, will it end up well for her? I don't know. But I don't, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Do you? I think 18, once you're able to make that decision legally. Yeah. Well, and this is why we need a universal age by which you can do everything. Mm-hmm. There, we have too many different ages for too many different things. Because you know my my thing, Casey, is if you can drive a multi-ton piece of metal that could kill an innocent person next to you, then you're old enough to do whatever. So, And I'm open to that discussion. If we say it's 18, great. Then smoking's 18, drinking's 18, military's 18, driving's 18, voting's 18. Whatever age we decide you can kill the person next to you who is obeying the applicable traffic laws, then that is the age you're old enough to do whatever. But the idea that this is 16 and a half, and this is 18, and this is 21, that's stupid. All these different ages where different things happen. That's stupid. Well, there's a lot of people who need to work when they're younger at 16, have to drive to get to that job, right? To help support the family. Yeah, but again, look, somebody drinking a beer is not going to kill me. Somebody smoking a cigarette is not going to kill me. Somebody choosing to have interpersonal relationships with members of the opposite sex is not going to kill me. Them driving a car could kill me. Mm -hmm. So if we say you're mature enough to do that at 16 and a half, 
And I'm willing to have that conversation. Maybe I walk in with a number in mind, but if somebody can give it to me otherwise, you know me, Casey. I'm very fair and open-minded. It sounds like you do have a number in mind. Well, I think 18 seems like a reasonable number. 18's the number to do it all. I mean, that's kind of all. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to be talked up or talked down, Mm -hmm. but I have yet to hear a viable defense of saying someone can drive a multi-ton piece of metal that could kill the people next to them and many people around them and people in the multi-ton piece of metal, but they can't decide who they're going to have an interpersonal relationship with. Okay, so... I mean, do you not agree with that? No, I I do. It's fine if you do. No, Tap your show. I, I do agree with that, but I know that there are some people who are younger younger even than 16 who live on farms and are driving farm equipment because they're working the farm yeah but a farm a piece of look whatever you do on your farm is up to you if you're if you go sideways with the tractor that's not going to hurt me yeah but sometimes they got to get on the public road to get from one field to another uh, and if you're on that road with them yeah i guess but man doesn't it just seem weird that we have why why is drinking a beer so much five years different than driving a car mm-hmm. again you pounding a couple brews on your parents patio doesn't impact me at all you getting in that vehicle certainly does impact me yeah you're right so i don't i'd bring this full circle and you know me i think you're you've got an age theory right what is that age theory the numbers the multipliers the dividers if you take an age and multiply it by seven and divide it by nine that the age of how old you're supposed to be when dating different ages oh it's 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 the number it's half plus seven half plus seven yeah and you just pulled that out of your backside right no i didn't well that's not my number that was mock's number well you've been using it too don't try to blame it on her no no you explained it to me i'm just repeating there's no way i explained it to you because i couldn't even think of what it was there's no way i did it you sure wasn't kevin you're getting your beautiful blondes (laughs) confused rob kendall (laughs) so what is it it's half it's it's half the person's age plus seven yeah that's stupid Well, it's not even my idea. <laughs> hey, let's talk about what's going on with Prince Harry and the King's coronation. Meghan's not going to go. <laughs> okay, that's what's going on. <laughs> there you Do go. Do we have to care about these people again? No, we don't have to, but they're saying that it's an ideal compromise. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, she is not attending because it is Archie's fourth birthday. So are they using the birthday as oh, yeah. an excuse to oh, keep totally. her behind? Totally. Just to placate everybody, because they're saying that uh, Kate would have been very, very nervous and yeah. upset had Meghan come for the coronation. Well, I would. I think it's right that Harry goes. I mean, this is his dad's literal crowning moment of his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm totally with you, and I think the dad should have the right to say who he wants. It's like at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody at your birthday party. Just say you can come, but I don't like your husband. You know, or in this case, uh, you can come, but I don't like your wife. I think you should. T- the idea that we we f- we. F- dawdle around with people all the time instead of just saying our feelings. I would have no problem. If I was having an event... Are you saying we dither? Dither, yeah. That's a, <laughs> yes, to steal a Holcomb phrase there. We dither. Because if I don't like the person you're married to, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to... Or your girlfriend, mm-hmm. or your whatever... Now, I don't ever have events, so I'm never the one in the, the say on this because I just uh, 
you know, just hang around my house. But if I did and I was inviting people, mm-hmm. I would totally not have a problem saying you can come, but your wife or your girlfriend or you can come, but your husband or your boyfriend, they're a weirdo and I don't want them anywhere around well, what me. What if the shoe was on the other foot there and say, geez, grandma was like, come on over, honey. I want to see you, but leave that Kendall, that Rob guy behind. I would understand that. She's probably met me. <laughs> my wife's grandmother has totally met me and it wouldn't surprise me at all at some point if she said, leave your husband at home. But when that hurt your feelings? No. She'd be like, oh, come on. Casey, I beg for hate mail. Do you think anything's going to hurt my feelings? No, I don't. Okay, finally, before we get out of here, Joe Rogan had something. He says that we're on the edge of something big, a major shift. Kevin, did you bleep? You, yeah, I did. Okay, good. He says that corporations are trying to control things, but eventually we'll lose. We are at the precipice of unstoppable great change. And I think it's going to hit us like a tsunami. And I think we're just really fortunate to be alive at this time yes. where the whole world is going to shift in, in a really wild way. And I think one of the things you're seeing from whether it is these um, corporations or these uh, government entities that are trying to control narratives, this is like them trying to grasp at the, the last bits of control that are potentially available. But I think inevitably they're going to lose. Is he onto something there? Are we are we experiencing a great shift where government entities and corporations are still trying to control things but are losing their grasp? Well, no, I feel like government controls more than ever. More, more than I, ever. I think out of COVID. I think that's why government's behaving the way that it is because they got away with controlling everything. Sometimes I told somebody this yesterday. I was actually talking to my boss at my other job about this there are times when i hear rogan and about once a show he'll have mm-hmm. a take where i'm like that was it that was awesome and yeah. then the rest of his three-hour show or whatever it is i go this guy's an idiot where is he coming from where is he getting this at but once a show you go that was awesome i do i do agree with him on the shift of kev hey, knows what i'm talking a about cultural shift. yeah every every now and then he'll go on a tangent about yeah. like hunting but most of the time or- it's just stupid like that. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job today, and thank you for listening. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Friday. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIB.